Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. This morning we want to look at the yoke-destroying anointing in the spirit of total recovery. Praise the Lord. Amen. For our opening scripture, let's turn to Isaiah chapter 10. Isaiah chapter 10. It's a scripture we all know very well. Verse 27. Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. It shall come to pass in that day that his burden will be taken away from your shoulder and his yoke from your neck and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing. Praise the Lord. I'll take it again. It shall come to pass in that day that his burden will be taken away from your shoulder and his yoke from your neck and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing. Everyone say the yoke will be destroyed. Say it again. The yoke will be destroyed. Why? Praise the Lord. Why? Because of the anointing. It's good to quickly get into the context of the scripture so we can really catch what the Lord is saying. I believe in the name of Jesus that this month you are recovering all. In the name of Jesus. Your journey to total recovery begins this month. So we are by nature of what you are recovering, this month is too small. I say it starts this month in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. Let me read again. Verse 27. It shall come to pass. That is, it will happen. So don't doubt it. A lot of times we read stuff in the Bible, but we just take it for granted. Why will he say, it shall come to No, 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 no. You don't need to begin to doubt this one. It's because it is already concluded that you have been led into the program. It shall come to pass. That in that day, now that's where that his body will be taken away from your shoulder and his yoke from your neck. How? Because the yoke shall be destroyed. And why will it be destroyed? Because of the anointing. Somebody say anointing. Say it again, anointing. Say it again, anointing. How glory be to God in the highest. Can you see that God is not a God of body? He's not a God of yoke. If at all, when Jesus will talk about his yoke, he said, hey, come to me, all labor and the heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And I say, take off me. He said, because what? My body is light. And my yoke is, oh my goodness. Glory be to God in the highest. So for every heavy burden, for every yoke of oppression, this morning, ah, 
in the name of Jesus. <laughs> the time has come for them to begin to pack their load and go in the name of Jesus. By reason of the anointing, glory be to God in the highest. I say, glory be to God in the highest. So, quickly, the context of Isaiah 10 27. Uh, it was the king of Assyria. On who is the body being lifted? On who is the yoke being destroyed? That is, on who was the body? On who was the yoke? The covenant children of God. Come on, are you here with me? So, literally speaking, Judah. You know, Samaria and Judah, the two kingdoms. So, Judah. So, the covenant children of God. Glory be to God in the eyes. So, who was bringing the yoke? He said, because he said, in that day, I reward his body. It shall come to pass that his body. Whose body? Assyria. Literally, Assyria. Prophetically, the devil. Glory be to God in the highest. And how will the body be lifted? How will the yoke be destroyed? The anointing. New King James says, the anointing oil. Woohoo! Glory be to God in the highest. I said, God is faithful. Now, to fill in quickly, I'll give you portions to read. I won't go into all the details because of the time. But if you back up a little bit to 10.5, go to that same chapter 10, go to verse 5, and let's see that. I said, what to you? Assyria. Aha. Who was Assyria? The rod of my anger. Aha. And the staff in whose hand is my indignation. Whoa. I will send him against an ungodly nation. Oh. And against the people of my rod, I will give him charge. To seize the spoil, to take the prey, and to take them down like the man of the streets. Pause before we come to seven. God says, I'm going to use Assyria. He said, I'm going to use Assyria. He says, the rod of my correction. He said, the rod in his hand or the sword in his hand is my means of indignation. I want to deal with a rebellious nation. Woo, after the fire. So, when we see burden and yoke in the, in the Old Testament, particularly on covenant children, God is chastising them. It's not the natural place for yokes and bodies to be. It's because God is trying to correct his own children. I'm talking in the Old Testament. And anything and anyone God will use on earth for any purpose, he's disanointed. So be careful. So sometimes you run to worship certain things you don't know. God is using them for a purpose. <laughs> Come on. Right? It's not because they, they are more righteous with God. No. Verse 7. Look at this Assyria. Go to 5. Woe to Assyria, the rod of my anger, and the staff, the rod of my anger, and the staff in whose hand is my indignation. Six, I will send him against an ungodly nation and against the people of my rod. I will give him charge. So, because he's in charge, is that why you now begin to say he's the one? Who told you that? Check the next verse. To seize the spoil, to take the prey, and to tread them down like a man of the streets. 
Next one. Yet he does not mean so. Nor does his heart think so. But it is in his heart to destroy. He doesn't even know why he's destroying. And cut off not a few nations. For he says, I'm not my princess altogether. God is using him to punish. He thinks he's, he thinks he's the one. It's not Kano like this. It's not Hamad like Hapad. It's not Samaria like this. God, as my hand has found the kingdoms of the idols, whose cavalry, uh, those of Jesus and my children, Aha. as I have done to Samaria and the idols, shall I not do also to you? Hey. Now he's taking too much to himself. He's looking for trouble. Shall I not do the same to Jerusalem and the idols? These still idols. Let's see. Therefore, it shall come to pass when the Lord has performed all, aha, all his work on Mount Zion, on Jerusalem. It's still him. When God has finished everything, look at this. That he will say, I will punish the fruit of the arrogant heart of the king of Assyria. Ladies and gentlemen, Assyria was his tool. Why? What is using him for? Maybe I should read a little bit more before I leave that place. Twelve. Therefore, it shall come to pass when the Lord has performed all his works on Mount Zion and Jerusalem, he will say, I will punish the fruit of the arrogant heart of the king of Syria and the glory of his haughty looks. For he says, By the strength of my hand I have done it, and by my wisdom, for I am prudent. Also, I have removed the boundaries of the people and have robbed their treasuries, so I have put down their inhabitants like a valiant man. Go ahead. My hand has found like a nest the riches of the people and has one gathers eggs. Uh, I have so he's making a mistake now. Now let me just read the story. The king of the north, usually that is the Samaria, Samaria, Judah. They, they, I think they were permit me to say blessed with so many terrible kings. They had more terrible kings than the south. The south too had his own share. And so they were always in trouble. And so now they were worshiping idols. They had kind of deviated from the way of God. So God will chastise them and bring them back. So he picked up Assyria. Assyria became so powerful that man, he dealt with them. By the time he finished dealing with them, he now decided, it's time to now deal with Judah. No, he was making a mistake. Ezekiel was king in Judah. Ezekiel feared God. And the mistake he was making is that he said, it's my hand. It's my wisdom. He didn't even know how. He didn't know why. Yeah, he had no clue. So let me say this quickly. When you see God dealing with a child of God, be careful. Can I say it again? When you see God dealing with his own, be careful. So now he will move against Judah. That was when this saying came out, say, it shall come to pass. In that day, because he was not threatening. He was sending people to the king of Judah. Say, do this, do this. And God will not have it happen. So can you see how? And did he win? Of course he didn't win. Did God win? Of course God win. In fact, if you read for that, God was saying, how can the sword be used to perform havoc? Now begin to boast against the one holding him. So that was the setting. So we see that happening in the Old Testament. So for God to stop that onslaught, to stop that scourge, to stop that torture, he says, my anointing. Of course, the king of Judah, he knew that, hey, by reason of strength, Assyria will wipe you out. But by virtue of the covenant and the anointing, 
no más Praise the Lord. I say, praise the Lord. So, can we begin to draw some light from there? Some verses of the Bible quickly. You are recovering all. Tell your neighbor, say, it's your month of total recovery. As a Christian, it's a life of total recovery. In the name of Jesus, you are recovering all. You are not only pursuing, you are overtaking, and you are, without doubt, you are recovering all. Now, what we read, it says, and the body shall be taken away from off thy shoulder, and his yoke from off thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. The New Living Translation. In that day, the Lord will end the bondage of his people. Whatever is holding you born. <laughs> oh, whatever has tormented you for the years. Oh, I say, by reason of the anointing, there's coming an end to it. If, the, if, 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 if it has never been done before, it does not matter the antecedent. It does not matter the history. By reason of the anointing, you are recovering all. Let me look for somebody. In the name of Jesus. Hey, I believe God that will be testimonies this month. In the name of Jesus. In that day, the Lord will end the bondage of his people and he will break the yoke of slavery. Now you can now see that beyond just talking of Judah is God's method of breaking the yoke of slavery. That's why to take Jesus Christ to break the hold of sin over humanity. You talk of slavery. What are, what, what's, what's, what's carrying you? What are you afraid of? Please listen closely. He will break the yoke of slavery and lift it from the, from the shoulders. That's new, new Living Translation. This is the passion. Hear what he says. In that day, the Lord will remove the heavy burden from your shoulders Amen. and break up the yoke of bondage from your necks because of the heavy anointing upon you. Now, listen to the expanded Bible. Then the troubles that Assyria puts on you will be removed. And the load they make you carry from your neck will be taken away. Because of Israel's new strength. So it has always been but now there's a new strength. And because of that new strength, what has always been and defined as oppression will cease to be. So in other words, it's always got to you like that, like that, like that. But there is strength. And all of a sudden, you can't keep it that way anymore. You are going, you are standing. You are going, you are standing. You are going, you are standing. You are going. No, no, no. You are only going because you want to go, not because you are being forced. There's a new strength that cannot allow what has been putting you down to continue. He said because of Israel's new strength. What was the new strength? The anointing. Glory be to God in the highest. I said glory be to God in the highest. Then some version says because of the fat 
That is, you know what the yoke is? Wow. See, Jesus said, Come on to me, all of you are uh, heavy burdened. So, the burden is much. So, it's come to me. There's a ring of iron in his neck and on my own neck. <laughs> in my own neck. He's carrying that, but now he's yoking with me. Usually, you don't see unequal animals being yoked. The stronger one will just kill the smaller one. But they yoke them with, um, with guide. When they want the older one to teach the younger one how to excel, so they won't let him into his full force. They just train, so that one will be encouraged all the time. So it's an encouragement. But here, Jesus, Jesus is taking it almost totally on him. He says, This is how to do it. I mean, normally we should go this way, but he's carrying more. Come on. So it's easy. So he's running now, but the weight is on me. That's what Jesus is doing. Now, listen, listen. You see that yoke? Can you see me? You see that yoke? It's a band of iron and the band of iron, and the rod here that connects the two of us. The load is there. We are pulling the load. That's the life of everybody. If we yoke with Jesus, it becomes light. Listen, now, when you talk about the cost of the fat, it's been like this. The person who is going through this struggle, how will he get fat? Fat where? But suddenly, this guy is getting Fat. Fat. He's getting fat. He's getting better. He's getting better. He's so fat that the iron is in trouble. It used to be him in trouble and everything about him. But now the iron that is holding him and the weight are in trouble. His neck is so fat that the iron is. The iron cannot hold. The iron cannot hold. Oh, the ring that the rod cannot hold. Why? Because he's getting so fat in the neck. So what about this fat? The anointing. The new strength. Oh, how do you explain that? Have you ever seen fat breaking iron? No, think about it. Have you ever seen fat? Ora? Breaking iron. That's the anointing. So instead of diminishing, Instead of the destruction and killing and stealing of the devil, he's getting fatter. So much so that the devil's strategy becomes totally disgraced and destroyed. No effect anymore. In the name of Jesus. Explaining, and this is the complete Jewish Bible. Hear what he says. On that day, yes, his body will fall from your shoulders and his yoke from your neck. The yoke will be destroyed by your prosperity. I just quoted the Bible. By your prosperity. The devil comes not but but for what? To steal to kill and to destroy everything about the devil is to reduce you is to oppress you is to subjugate you is to ridicule you is to come on he said but I have come that you may have what life and that you may have it how more abundantly that's why instead of your shame it shall be double honor that's what the anointing does. 
instead of confusion you will rejoice in your land that's what the anointing does is somebody hearing me praise the lord i say praise the lord so if we're going to define the anointing now Kossi Kenneth Copeland he taught on this for many years and all of them Kefrodola and all the men around him were preaching all over the world man we were greatly blessed they defined the anointing how? they say it's the burden lifting yoke destroy power of God is somebody hearing me? what's the anointing? the burden lifting the yoke destroying power of God not the burden lifting the yoke breaking if it's broken it can be mended destroy is somebody hearing me shout destroy say it again destroy so when it comes to God's power against the devil's oppression in your life it's total destruction oh I feel the fire but if you don't know you allow the devil to play you around like football total destruction I say total destruction I say total destruction I say total destruction when it comes to God's power against the devil's attack in your life. So simply put, <laughs> when the yoke and the body miss the anointing, it gets destroyed. Amen. That's it. And then I concluded, I said, so here on earth, how does God deal with the devil against his children? The anointing. And you agree with me that in the Old Testament, anytime God wants to, like I said, He wants to use anybody, He puts the anointing on them. You see how? You find in the Bible where it says, Nebuchadnezzar is my anointed. You find in the Bible where it says, Cyrus is my anointed. Just like here, Sennacherib, the king of Assyria, my anointed. Why? Because God's using him. So when God, before you see the anointing on earth, it's because God wants to use that person or that thing. And that's why you know here, he had the anointing on anyone on earth in the Old Testament apart from kings, prophets, and priests. And except he wants to use somebody specially for something. If you take the anointing for the donkey to talk, although it's not stated, but of course you know. Is somebody hearing me? And that's why the whole of the book of Judges said, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon Samson. And with bare hands, he tore the lion into shreds. He tore it like a key tearing paper. The Spirit of the Lord came upon. He came upon Othniel. Uh, came upon Samson. Came upon Deborah. Always we are. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon them. Glory be to God in the highest. So back to our story. So why would God now do this for Judah? Because uh, that's the house of David. Two reasons. David, covenant with God. Number two, anointed of the Lord. So, in 1 Samuel chapter 16, <laughs> uh, yeah. do you just look at that? Verse 13. 16, 13. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. Come on, shall we together? And the spirit of the Lord came upon him, upon David, from that day forward. So Samuel arose and went to Ramah. Can you see what happened? This was in 16. In 17, he killed Goliath. Goliath oppressing the people of Israel. By reason of David's anointing, it was the end of Goliath. The end of their oppression. And you see all through the Bible, there are a lot of times, say because of my servant David. 79, quickly, verse 20. 
You remember I promised last Sunday? I have found my servant David. Hello? How did God find him? Oh, oh. Has he found you? <laughs> we are getting closer. In the name of Jesus. I found my servant David with my holy oil. I have anointed him. With whom my hand shall be established. Why? Because of the anointing on his life now. And also my arm shall strengthen him. Because of the new strength of Israel. <laughs> the enemy shall not. Why? By reason of the anointing. Shall not afflict him. Nor the song of wickedness afflict him. Every affliction of hell, they cannot subdue you. I can't hear your amen. I say, shout amen. They have no power against you. Come on, say, because of the anointing of my life, say it. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Say, the enemy will not outwit him, and the, not the son of wickedness afflict him. Go ahead. I will be his foe before his face and plague those who hate. Can you see what the anointing does? God's answer to demonic and satanic oppression is the anointing. Is somebody hearing me? Let me actually leave it here. Otherwise, go to 24. He doesn't just stop there. But my faithfulness and my mercy shall be with him. That's the anointing. So when they will say goodness and mercy follow me, he wasn't just blabbing. He wasn't just confessing what he didn't know. He was saying the truth as he knew it by the covenant and the anointing. Oh and in my name, he's horn. Hey. Natombrokushunda. In my name, his horn shall be exalted. You know, interesting thing here, David, the prophecy was about David. And God was talking about David. Glory be to God in the highest. Brother, the story is about David. The history is about David. The prophecy is about the household of David. We. You see what you mean? Jesus, the son of David. Is somebody hearing me? So I jump quickly from there. His name is Jesus Christ. So it's not just Jesus. There was by Jesus in the Bible. But this is Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up. Why did he say Christ? Oh, I feel the fire. Rise up and walk. <laughs> because Christ is not his surname. It's not like Taiwo Dukoya. No, 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 no. Christ is his office. Christ describes the hand of God on his life. Christ is the Greek word for the Hebrew Messiah. What does it mean? The anointed one, not a, not an anointed one. The anointed one. The anointed one is the one that imparts anointing to every a anointed, I mean an anointed one. And it's by the anointing that he destroys the yoke. Now, listen, listen. Look at, look at quickly. Yeah, First John chapter 3. Verse 8, good. He who sins of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. Now, everybody read with me. For this purpose, the Son of God 
was what? That he will do what? Oh, that he will break. Oh, that we set aside. Can you see that the work of Jesus Christ is destruction of the works of the devil? By the anointing, the yoke is destroyed. So when I say in the name, that's why when I say in the name of Jesus, do you know what I say? When I say in the name of Jesus, I say in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You say by the anointing of the Lord Jesus Christ and the name, that all I call that name, the anointing swing into action. And that's why I say, in whose authority? The authority is defined in the anointing of his life. Acts 38. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And they went what? How did, how did God do it? He anointed him with what? The Holy Ghost and with power. How, what did he do? He anointed him. What did he do? He anointed What did he do? He anointed What did he do? He anointed what did he, do? he anointed him. Glory be to God in the highest. I said, glory be to God in the highest. Father, we give you praise. And what did he do? He, everywhere there's oppression. Now listen to yourself. Anyone who is in Christ Jesus, see, you are, you see, you got born again by the, re- the rebirth of your spirit. Is somebody hearing me? That's why, that's how you got born again. The recreation of your spirit. You got born again because he said, anyone who had started to unlock, anyone who hears and open, I will come in and that, what make my abode in there. You got born again because your spirit was recreated and now your spirit can now hold him. So he's now in, at home in you. There's the spirit of God in you. The spirit within us, it were. Praise the Lord. Come on, first John again, chapter 2, verse 27, there about. Said the unction which you have received is inside of you. Is somebody hearing me? Glory be to God. And you have no known that anybody teaches you. And again, in Ephesians 7, 3, verse 20, he said, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what your mind can imagine, according to the power that works inside of you. Remember, first Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. Write them down. Go and study, study them yourself. So you can say, Hey, I'm anointed. Jesus said, How? He said, The, said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He said it. Look for 18. So you are not being humble. I'm very humble. You won't talk. You won't talk. If you believe it, you will say it. If you say it, you will do it. First huh. Corinthians 3 16, 6 19, 2 Corinthians 6 16. All is telling you how the world cannot dominate you. How the devil's lie and tricks and temptations cannot take you down. So you know what somebody said? The setting is this. Anything coming against you is subjected to the confrontation of the anointing. That's the truth. He said, and so what you see as a born again child of God is the remedial effect. It will reduce him to nothing. So it will not be up to you to allow him or not. I feel the fire. As I read that, I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isaiah 15 and 19, when the devil comes like a flood, the spirit, what do you, he raises, oh, he comes, the moment, someone said, the anointing, shout again, I'm anointed. I'm anointed. In the name of Jesus, I cannot be overcome by the lies of the devil. 
by the affliction of hell because by the anointing the burden is lifted the yoke is destroyed so today if it's the burden of sickness or yoke of affliction of sickness poverty fear worry uh-huh. any form of bondage right now I want you to rise up in the name of Jesus use your own mouth come against it the Bible says whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven whatever you lose on earth is lose in heaven whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven whatever you lose on earth is lose in heaven open your mouth by virtue of the anointing of you see the bible says even the bible declares see you are now the body of christ the anointed one with his anointing it is in him i live i move i have my being that's what even so we declare it i'm completing him with the head of christ and powers my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost that lives inside of me. So in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I break this oppression. I destroy this oppression. In the name of Jesus, I destroy it. I destroy it. I destroy I destroy it. I destroy it. I say you are recovering all in the name of Jesus. I can hear you. I say you are recovering all in the name of Jesus. Whatever you have lost by reason of the anointing, I command the restoration in the name of Jesus. He whom the soul has set free is free indeed. I say I command the restoration in the name of Jesus. I command the restoration in the name of Jesus. Say again, I'm anointed. I'm anointed. I'm anointed. In the name of Jesus. You know what somebody said? He said, the burden and the yoke cannot rest on the anointed. It cannot. But they do sometimes. Why? Because the fact that they cannot is by faith. Oh, I feel the fire. So whatever affliction on your system, in your body, around you, I say reverse in the name of Jesus. I say it again. Whatever affliction in your body or your system or being shot against you, I say reverse in the name of Jesus. Now you hear me? They cannot. And yet, they will surely gather. So why are you bothered when they are gathered? They can never put you down. Rather, it will increase your testimony. It will increase the lifting up of your head in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout hallelujah. Let me hear you shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah like you mean it. As I close, Cyrus, my anointed, what did he say? He said, Whose right hand I'm holding? He, when you are anointed, it will establish you. I say, Your assignment, receive, uh-uh, be established in the name of Jesus. I say, Be established in the name of Jesus. He says, I will go before him, like you saw there with David. That's what I oh, after the fire. He said, The double leaf door will, gate will fling open. He said, The valley will fill up. 
the mountains and the hills will come low because of the anointing I said let the lines begin to fall for you in pleasant places in the name of Jesus it is well with you in Jesus name that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.